This is James from SurvivalPunk.com. And this is Couch Potato Mike. How the hell's it going? Those levels look pretty good. Yep. Uh, this is a tip number two. Yeah, we thought we had recorded this uh, particular podcast a bit earlier, but apparently, no. No, not at all. Right. So, we're recording at Mike's house on his computer. Yes, the very place where I make all of the videos for Couch Potato Mike uh, channel on YouTube, which is youtube.com slash Mike. Yeah. So, yay! Oh, uh, so Couch Potato Mike is back. Yep. Um, Survival Punk is back to podcasting. This will be two episodes, two weeks in a row. So, hooray for being back. And I saw some positive feedback from you guys that you are happy that the show is back. That is awesome. I'm glad that the audience waited for us. Right. It's been a long couple of years. Yeah, two years. I explained in the last <clears throat> podcast a couple of things that happened. I, so, I hate making excuses. And when I talked about it in the episode, I was like, I'm not going to tell you excuses. Look, I fucked up. I let you down, and we'll just call me a lazy sack of shit. There was things that happened, but they're not excuses. Um, I just didn't put out the content, and I'm rectifying that now. You said rectifying. Rectifying. Yes, you're right. Um... Today's episode is brought to you to you by... So, if you could hear the audio that was lost into the ether, you'd hear a funny story about how I just... I refused to take samples or compensation during, the, like, the past two years. Like, people are like... And let me tell you, some shady shit was going on on the back end of the internet during the kites of COVID. Like, there was a lot of people like... Emergency prepper food was selling like goddamned hotcakes, and there was money to be made. Um, and I wasn't putting out content, so I wasn't going to take money for it. But trust me, there's a lot of people out there made a lot of money. And technically, technically, you know what? I'm not even saying anyone was screwed. If anyone panicked during COVID and stockpiled a little bit extra. You ain't wrong. Look at the price comparisons of that. So, um, the prices on emergency, like long-term storage food, has gone through the roof. Inflation is here. Inflation is going to get a lot worse. There's going to be a bad recession. So, if you had bought long-term storage food during the height of COVID, you probably didn't overpay because it's still cheaper than what it's going for now. Oh, yeah, the prices of food, the prices of fuel, it's all gone straight to hell. Right, so normally, um, and on this show, we try to preach, so don't prep for events, prep for lifestyle. Um, if you, like, we did an episode, and it, it, it actually changed a lot of people's lives. I got a lot of listeners when we did the episode, like, uh, prepping as a retirement I'm not going to say I came up with the idea. I definitely saw it elsewhere and was like, yep, I can run with that shit. Uh, it's a great idea. Uh, and it hit home. I put it out. It touched a lot of other people. So you, you don't prep for Y2K. You don't prep for the economic collapse of 2008. You don't prep for the year 2012. You don't prep for COVID. You don't prep for 
what are we what in retrospect what are we going to call the the recession we're going into now like uh tuesday yes you <laughs> you're going to put out shirts with tuesday on them <laughs> have a good tuesday oh, uh God. yeah there you go uh, we at some point when we put out a couple more episodes we probably need to come over shorts but um you don't prep for tuesday you prep because you're better off having prepped than otherwise. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, back to back the to the sponsor, Top Extract. So, a Kratom company reached out to me and was like, we're interested in working with you. Um, you know, are, are, you, are you interested? Like, we have, these, we have these Kratom products. Kratom is a all-natural herb. <laughs> like many other herbs that grows... Uh, and it has a lot of benefits so my wife has a bladder disease we've been born with a bladder disease she deals with a lot of chronic pain uh and to avoid going on like narcotics and opioids and all that bullshit down that rabbit hole um she takes kratom and it helps her control her pain and that's a good natural way so do I think that having some Kratom as a prepper, and I know a couple of my listeners are very big into Kratom, um, is having Kratom a good... We're recording a podcast, PP. Yes, we're still recording a podcast, PP. You didn't hear a TV, you heard us recording a podcast, PP. Mike's daughter says hi. And bye. So, having Kratom, is it good for some preps? Yes. Um, is it is it the same level? Like, are you going to have the same kind of thing if you store, like, lower tabs? No. Is there a time and place for having Kratom? Yes. Um, so, topextracts.com. Happy working with them. Uh, check them out for all your Kratom needs. Yes, and uh, in regards to other supplements, such as CBD and especially Delta 8 products, Go to moonwalker.com, and if you enter in the code CPMIKE, that's C-P-M-I-K-E, you get 10% off your order. That's CPMIKE at moonwalker.com. Excellent. So, the topic of today's show is... Wait, 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 wait. Go ahead and tell them the topic of today's show, then I'll cover something else. Should you max out your credit card for survival? No, you dumb fuck. DIY to survive, you guys. You guys. No. Oh, that was a short episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you go to the place where you happen to find your podcast at, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, um, wherever you're at that happens to have podcasts, and there's the, the ability to leave a review... Go to that said place. Leave a review and a rating. Email me, james at survivalpunk.com with your username that you use to write the review and your name and address, and I'll send you a Survival Punk sticker. And when Mike stops being so lazy, he might throw in a Catch Potato Mike sticker as well. I don't have any. Right, he, he has to order them, get them, and then he can send them out. Um, that'd be something like... I mean, obviously, you, you mostly promote on YouTube. You can't be like, for every for every like and comment, I'll send a sticker because you would be out of stickers. But maybe you I would be... I am out of stickers. Yeah, I mean, but maybe you would have like tens of thousands or more um, uh, subscribers. Speaking of subscribers, one more thing before we get to the main show topic. 
Me and Mike are in a race to 1,000. He, oh. he didn't agree to it, but I'm doing it anyway. We're both sitting around the same amount of YouTube subscribers. Yes. I have been inactive for the past two years. I have not been inactive for the past two years, yet we're still sitting around the same amount of YouTube subscribers. Please subscribe. Couch Potato Mike. YouTube. YouTube.com. Slash Couch Potato Mike. Right, so I've been inactive, and uh, I was petty because they demonetized me, and then I got two copyright strikes at least. Um, so when the podcast goes on YouTube from now on, the lovely theme song will not be in it. If you have a theme song suggestion that's copyright free or you're a musician you want to contribute a theme song, let's talk. Hit me at jamesrylepunk.com. On to the show episode. Yes. Should you max out your credit card for survival? So looking for show ideas, I was scouring around the normal places like uh, the forums, uh, the pages and stuff on Facebook. Trying to find, you know, good ideas to jump off. Like, I have ideas. I have a list of ideas for the show. Um, and on top of that, I want to get back into doing some interviews real soon. Uh, me going on on episodes of shows. Uh, so if you have suggestions for that, email me. And people coming on my show. Like, that. that's a good way to sort of build the podcast up. Get, introduce us to new people. And, uh, you know, you make some friends that way. Like... The, having the greens on multiple times was fantastic. You know, we met a lot of good people doing interviews, and then we, like, just for various reasons, we kind of just quit doing interviews. Um, technical difficulties, just paying the ass. Um, but expect a lot more interviews, both us going, me going on, Mike going. I'm going to start booking Mike on podcasts. I'm going to force him to do that. Yeah, why Mike, not? Mike needs to go on other podcasts to grow his audience. I need exposure. Uh, that's 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 something holding him back. Like, I, I, I'm willing to bet, like, if we booked a whole bunch of podcast episodes and, like, YouTube, like, um, live stream, like, dual episode thingies, man, your audience would jump to, like, 5,000 <coughs> in, like, a month. Um, that would be cool. Yeah, so, so, uh, I'm going to bring some more marketing tics, uh, tips and bring Mike along with me. So I was scouring the <coughs> interweb. I came across this this post. is like, should you max out your credit card to survive with? Fuck no, you dumbass. You know, like, basically, like, oh, you know, the the, the apocalypse is going to happen. Tio Tawaki, the end of the world as we know it. Shit has hit the fan. Uh, NATO blue hats are coming in. Let me max out my card buying AR-15s and pals of long-term storage food. And, you know, goddamn buckets of Kratom. And, you know, the apocalypse happens. You're not going to pay your bill because everything is ended. There's no like, society. Everything is collapsed. We're back to being goddamn cavemans. But you have your food and your AR-15s. You're good to go. There's Solid a plan, right, Mike? Uh, I, I can point a few. Uh, I can poke a few holes in that plan there. Survival Punk James. What can possibly go wrong with that plan, Mike? Oh, every fucking thing. Uh, first off, how many times, just in the course of our own lifetimes, have we seen predictions that the world is going to end? Have we seen global catastrophe happen, and then we bounce fucking back from it the next Tuesday? Right, right. Like Within our lifetime, like, expect... So the next shirt that comes out probably is going to be a shirt to be like, Apocalypses I've Survived... With like check boxes next to bullshit like 2012, 2012, uh, Y2K, Corona. COVID, right? Um, all of this shit. Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, no, uh, uh, COVID. It was supposed to have been. They were predicting it to be a potentially a uh, uh, freaking Black Plague 2.0. Yeah, extinction level thing. And, and you know what? 
No. I I was a little cautious at first. I would say for the first so I wasn't worried about it until I was worried about it. Um you know like I, I was watching like I got sucked into the goddamn news stream so hard. I was watching like news coverage like they were taking dead bodies out of New York left and right. Like the it, it's, Oh yeah. Like they were hyping it up super hard like it was super crazy. And then it was like you know, it was like a tease. It was a tease. Like, uh, it, it's, it did a lot of stuff, but, like, nothing panned out. Thank God. But, like, it was all smoke and mirrors. Like, it does COVID kill people? Yes. Yes. Is COVID the Black Plague? No. No. Um, you know, I've had COVID. You've had COVID. I may have had COVID. So, I, I'm positive. Before COVID hit big and became a thing like December 2019 I was sick for the entire month with every fucking COVID symptom but COVID wasn't even a thing to be diagnosed with another of my uh, buddies his daughter he's pretty damn sure she had COVID before it was diagnosed all the symptoms that were there yeah um the the one time that I actually did get COVID uh you know I've I've had a lot worse six in my life like uh, it was it was kind of a nuisance. There were parts of it that were just weird. It was just weird. Yeah, I experienced a lot of the flavor loss, and I don't think I lost my smell. Maybe, maybe not. Mike wouldn't know. Mike doesn't have a sense of smell anyway. I haven't had a sense of smell since well before COVID. Right. So, but I was I was kind of like moderately sick for two days, and then um, I had some pretty good exhaustion. For a couple of days after that, and then nothing. I was fine. The, you know, I started using the uh, if you watch Hot Ones, the last dab in my uh, food to bring my taste buds back, and that worked great, by the way. See, and here's the thing: I, at one point, were was in like three of the high risk groups for COVID. I was I'm asthmatic, I'm diabetic, and I was overweight, and living a relatively sedentary couch potato type lifestyle. And I caught COVID, and it it wasn't even as bad as many flus that I've had. Right. To me. I, I think no. some of that was, was like, your big wake-up call. Like, you had, like, I know you had some reservations about COVID, because you personally had seen people die from COVID. Yeah, a guy that I work with, his wife died from it. Right. Um, and, and, you know, having something like that hit home definitely changes things. But when you have it yourself, and your entire family got it, even though your daughter tested not tested negative, she definitely had it. Everyone in your house had it. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Fl- there's been flus that have been much worse than this. Um. No, my son, he did get the lingering side effect of it screwed with his taste buds. Right. Because he wasn't eating ginger chews and eating hot ones last dab. That yeah, would have no. that would have fixed him right up. Unfortunately, like all meat to him tasted like it was rotten. Like it was he was eating rotten flesh. Yeah. Which is not an un, it's not an unheard of thing that's happened to quite a few people. Like if the podcast could be demonetized any harder, like we should put out a COVID conspiracy theory episode completely filled with fake COVID conspiracies we make up on the spot. I have one for you. Okay. I invented one like during the height of COVID. Uh-huh. So you remember when all the all the people in New York were dying left and right, and there were so many dead people that like they had to truck them out of New York City in refrigerator trucks to keep them from like rotting as they were being carried out. Jeebus. Yeah. So 
Right, right around that time, we were having a great meat shortage, and then it got all better. Oh, God. Oh, it's God. It's people! Oh, my God. It's Soylent Green. COVID is people! That, that, that's horrible. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. So, but it's still no reason for you to max out your credit card trying to drag us back on the topic. Yes, I know. Um, so, it, so, one, we've established very well, there's, there's probably not going to be any kind of Teotihuacan that is Teotihuacan. Oh, God, do you remember? I mean, hell, look at uh, the Cold War, the Cuban Missile Crisis. Everybody thought the end was at hand then. Right, that was just an excuse for teen boys to get laid back in the 60s and stuff, in the 80s. Like, that's, that's all that was. Like, that was just an excuse. Um, but all of these, all of these Teotihuacans, and, and, you know, we're in kind what of like the, the modern... It's the pronounced version of the end of the world as we know it, Teotihuacan. Teotihuacan, <laughs> the end of the world as we know it. No, it doesn't fit the music that good. Yeah, um, I really, I really want some badass like um, punk rock with a banjo theme music, uh, survival punk that's uh, owned by me or someone that gives me the complete rights to it. Fuck yeah! So that I can put that out and not be copyright striked. Um, so we've proven very well. Humans are a lot like cockroaches. We're probably not going to be taken out by an extension level event. And if we are, then more than likely the preps that you've bought by maxing out your credit card are not going to help. No. Uh, no, by, by the point you're not going to have any kind of consequences for that. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about a meteor hitting the fucking earth. You know, right. they killed off the dinosaurs. You've got three days to live anyway. Right. Might as well not even use the credit card. Just go looting. Everybody else will be. Right. So the other thing is you max out your credit cards. You're like, oh, you know, the shit has hit the fan. There's no bill collectors. Bill collectors are a stronger breed of cockroach than even humans. They will be back. Bill collectors will literally be one of the first few people to come back when society rebuilds. They'll, they'll be like barter towns and bill collectors. They're coming back for you. If you max out your credit cards, they're coming for you. If you... So... If you owe a credit card bill, they're going to come for you. Uh, if you owe your mortgage, they're probably going to come ask for you. Um, it's like half the country at this point for like mortgage and like utility payments. So probably not going to like murder people for back payments, but they're going to want payments going forward. For oh, yeah. Sure. Um, credit cards, though, they are going to come for you and they're going to want that, that money back. Um, and you're like, well, I, you know what? I'm just going to shoot them. Well, they're. If you shoot them, they're going to come back with more guns than you own. That's, it's just a dumb, it's a dumb idea to try to max out your credit card to buy survival gear. Um, it is a lot better idea to just manage your money better. In other words, don't get panicky. I no. mean, there's a time and place, but there's never a good time or place for being fucking panicky. It's just going to make you make the stupidest damn decisions of your life. Right, yeah, we, we prepare to be smart and prepare before the panicky, so um, don't do that. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's people going to do it. There's people that listen to me. Well, if you're listening to me, you're probably not a stupid fucking idiot, but there's people that are going to do it anyway, so whatever. You know, screw you. Yep, um, screw you. Screw you is, right up here. I, I feel like there was another point that I wanted to make. Um, 
No, I, I strongly live by the rule of like, there's just not ever a time. Like, I, I don't feel that you should have a credit card anyway. I just don't. Um, Neither do I. I don't believe in spending money I don't have. Right. So there's no reason to have a credit card. And, and old people are always like, well, how will you build your credit? Uh, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I have, I just don't use credit for things. I pay for things. And I just, like, what do I need credit for? Put you in debt. Yeah. And I don't, I've never, like, I've always had issues with debt, like, uh, I dropped out of college early because I saw the debt building up, and I was like, I can't do this. I mean, think about the base tenants of uh, having credit. This guy's got good credit because he pays back his debt quickly. Like, he had to get into debt to get the credit. Roy, and it's not even like paying it back quickly. Like, having money lended to you and paying it back at the right amount of speed. Right. And, like, having enough open and closing things, like... Um, because, you know, I, what the, what little good I have from my credit is because I bought a new car, freaked out that I had a $20,000 car and paid it off real quick. Yep. Like my mom, God rest her soul, was one time asked me, and I may still have the text message somewhere. It's like, James, are you an arms dealer? I got so freaked out about paying off the car that so I, I had like a good amount of like cash flow at the time like you know this is back in the day I was working as a manager I had like pretty big paychecks and had a lot of cash coming in and I was in the right space so that like people were often like hey I have a gun for sale do you want to buy it and when people are strapped for cash one of the first things they sell is their gun and they need cash, so you have cash money up front, and they're like, yeah, I'll take that for it. So I was flipping guns, you know, not, not like rockets, not RPGs, not a whole lot of guns, but I did flip a couple guns. Um, so yes, technically you were an arms dealer. I, I won't, like, so I bought a M1 Garand from World War II for 200 bucks and flipped it for, well, for 1400 So that was the best deal. Um, so yeah, I was an arms dealer. Um, I took an entire income tax return. I took an entire bonus check and within, within like a year I paid it off. Not so I, I whittled it down and then like, so four years it took me to pay it off. But most of that was like within a one year time span. Yeah. No, you paid that some bitch off quick. Yeah. Uh, and vowed to never buy a new car again. So not so not only do we not think you should max out your credit card, we don't think you should have a credit card. Yeah. You should be living within your means and saving money. Um, with, within the next couple of weeks, I should have follow-up on... Um, I'll spill the beans now in case you want to look it up and then be able to hear my follow-up. Um, I've started implementing the Dave Ramsey envelope system for money management. I have a good feeling it's going to work well. It's worked well for a lot of people in the past, so... Um, I have a good feeling. It's gonna work real well. And so, Mike, is there, in your personal opinion, ever a time to max out your credit card for survival? In my humble opinion, no. By the time it is time to max out your credit card for survival, it's too late. It's not gonna make a hill's fucking a, a bit of a difference. 
in the end, you're probably going to be dead within the next 24 hours. Right. If some by some manner you happen to know solid with with an absolute fact that within the next like couple months that a meteor is going to hit the Earth and destroy all life on on man, all human life there is, the the planet is done. There's no chance of survival, and you want to throw a giant party with your credit cards? Ah, fuck it. Go ahead. Um, otherwise, no. I mean, think about Steve Buscemi and uh, what was it, uh, Armageddon? He went to all those loan sharks before he went into space, betting that they wouldn't succeed. And they did. And they did. Yeah, so even if you are sure, you might not be right. Um, and with that, I believe we're going to wrap things up here. Don't forget to um, like and subscribe to Survival Punk and Catch Potato Mike on YouTube. Yes, youtube.com slash Couch Potato Mike. Subscribe. Leave us a review on iTunes. That's the big one, but we're on... Um, we're on we're on podcasting platforms that I didn't even know we were on. I heard about one, went to go check. I actually I heard about a few. I heard about a few and went to go be like, well, I want to make sure we're on there. Um, we were already on there. We're we're on we're on platforms that I've never even heard of. But by how the hell God, does that even happen? I'm in like a giant podcast directory and it's just on there. So Germany Drillickers. Yeah. Uh, the more places, the better. Still trying to implement the Bitcoin tipping system. We'll let you know when that's up and ready. And with that, DIY to survive, you guys. You guys! Three, two, one.